You are listening to the War on Autism podcast, where autism, recovery, and life coaching collide. I am your host, Allison Smith, certified life coach and mom of an amazing autistic son. Hello, my fellow warriors, and welcome to the War on Autism podcast, episode two. I am very excited about today's episode because it involves a lot of life coaching, which you will learn is one of my passions, alongside fighting autism. In my line of work, I usually end up with these very repetitive type interactions between parents. So what I mean is I will be talking about nutrition or talking about healing the gut or maybe some functional medicine. I may be discussing detoxing or whatever. And I always have people on the edge of their seats. I feel like everyone wants to know, what are you doing with your son? Because my son has done so well with these things. And as I go on and start explaining how difficult And I really shouldn't say difficult. As I start explaining all that goes into healing and recovering, I I start discussing that I have to cook meals from scratch and that we try to incorporate therapy into our homes. I've witnessed this sort of space become between us as we continue the conversation. At the beginning of the conversation, it's all ears. And then by the end of the conversation, I'm almost at arm's length. And I start to see a lot of discouragement And a lot of parents, I can see they're almost downtrodden. And I've thought about this interaction several times. And I understand that if you are a parent living in the world of autism, life is overwhelming. I understand that it is so chaotic sometimes. And I understand that sometimes you're completely pushed to your limit. Trust me, I have been there. When I started researching how to heal autism, my brain was in overload to the nth degree. It was so difficult to see a clear path because there was just so much. There was so much to decipher. I felt like everywhere I turned, there was more information. There was more for me to do. There was this, there was that. So I know what these parents are thinking because I thought the same thing. But then the life coach part of me steps in. And I realized that a lot of the times when parents feel overwhelmed, it's because there is a thought there or there is a fear there that is involved. It's keeping them from jumping in, from moving in their life. So today I want to talk about the thought work to get you past that because it is so important that as we continue battle by battle, day after day, to win the war on autism and to help your child recover and live their best life, it takes a lot of effort mentally. And to begin with, we're going to start by just taking an assessment of our brains We're going to start by thinking about our relationship with our children in a different light. I have always heard from the time I was a child, my parents would say, I would die for you. I would do anything for you. You just don't know what I would do for you. I would kill for you, you know, whatever. We hear those things from the time we are very small and we don't understand it when we're littler and then we have children of our own and oh man, does it make sense. It all makes sense, and then we really understand that we would 100% die for our children. No doubt. If we were ever in a situation where, I don't know, let's say a bank robber came up to us and said, I've got to shoot one person, you or your child, naturally every one of us would take the bullet. We would all die for our children. And I think it's because we hear that phrase so often when we are young that that's sort of how we view our relationship with our children. We all view, I would die for you because I love you so much. But today, I want to challenge you to look at that a little bit differently. Instead of, I would die for you 
let's look at it as I will live for you. So many parents would choose hands down to die for their child. But the thing is, dying is easy. Death is easy. I mean, that's the end. There's no more. There's no work after that. There's no emotions after that. There's no feelings of failure. There, it, there's finality in that. And it's over. And when you choose to live for your child, that entails so much more. That's so much more work. That's day in. That's day out. That's making that very conscious choice around living for your child. And that looks different for everyone. You know, some might be, let's say you're a parent who has diabetes. For you, that might be, I need to take accountability for my own health. I need to live a healthier life so I can be with my child longer, so I can be that person in their life as long as possible. For others, that might look like putting the phone down when you come in in the afternoon from work. That might be cutting the cord to social media so that you have some valuable time with your child to connect. You know, that might be how you decide to live for your child. In my case, I have chosen to live for my child by deciding not to leave any stone unturned, to explore every option and to implement every strategy that I possibly can to help my son recover from autism. So let's just think about that for a moment. When you think I would die for my child, it almost gives you a sense of peace, doesn't it? It does for me anyways. Like, peace, it's over. I have done my duty as a parent Good job, sir. Well done. You have done it. That's sort of the feeling of almost accomplishment when you when you think that way. But when you look at it from the point of view, I will live for my child. It hits totally different. It does not give me pe- feelings of peace. Um, it really just gives you almost a feeling of anxiety because now you've got to work. It's never ending. You know, you have this feeling it's going to be hard. Uh, I need endurance. And there's lots of different things that are going to come up for you. And I really challenge you to look into those thoughts for yourself. What does that mean to you? Are you getting feelings of fear? Is it fearful for you to think of living every single day for your child? If it is, there's no shame in that whatsoever. It's a completely normal response to have fear because it's unknown. There's no finality in that. You know, is, does the word endurance bring up anxiety for you? Is that the feeling that's coming about? A lot of people don't have endurance. We, we don't have grit anymore. That I, the same kind of grit that our great-grandparents did. And sometimes it's very scary to continue on a task that you don't have a, a quote-unquote end goal for. So in order to sort of tackle this, we really need to think about what living for your child looks like in your life. This is where you really need a pen and paper and write it down. What does that truly mean for you? Let's ruminate on this. What kind of feelings does that bring up for you? If it brings up fear, why does it bring up fear? Is it because you're afraid of failure? That maybe you can't live up to living for your child every day the way that you want to? Are you having feelings of defeat because you've never stuck to a task long enough to prove your endurance? All of these things are necessary for us to uncover because we have to discover our root thoughts, our root feelings. We need that awareness because our brains want it to be easy, folks. That's how our brains were designed. Our brains were very primitive. We need this awareness so that we can see, oh, my brain wants the easy way out, but that's not the right choice here. And it's normal for you to want to avoid fear. It is normal to avoid uncomfortable interaction because our brains were designed that way. But as you grow as an individual, as you grow as a parent, you're going to be faced with challenges in your life and you can't accept the easy way all the time. 
You really need to take inventory of your brain and challenge those thoughts. You really need to make the conscious choice to choose thoughts that are going to serve you for a greater purpose. You know, are they serving me to get the goal of living for my child and to give them the best life that they can possibly have? I mean, our brains love the routine that we are currently in. So when someone comes along and challenges you to explore nutrition and detox, your brain freaks out. Not because it's not doable or it's not possible, but because your brain isn't used to the challenge of the unknown. And if your current thoughts don't line up with change, it's okay. The beautiful thing is you have agency to fix it. That is your power. You have the power within you to change your thoughts. You have a way of changing your thought process from I would die for my child to I will live for my child. And when you decide to do that, your whole world is going to turn upside down. I have seen this so many times with parents who are really working hard with their autistic child and they're very run down and they're so exhausted and it seems never ending. But when they start to shift that mindset and they start to look at, I'm going to live for my child, it gives them a sense of power and it gives them that endurance. And then they start to create changes. And when you start creating those changes, they are so impactful. Those changes compound tremendously. So what I mean by that is, let's say a parent comes to me and they're very overwhelmed with my plan. So my plan for autism recovery involves all the therapies you can get your hands on. It involves nutrition to feed the gut, which feeds the brain, eliminating toxins in your life, which can be multiple things. That's a whole nother podcast talking about toxins, but you know, testing for the toxins within their body and detoxing properly under the right supervision. And as I start to talk to parents about this, I see the overwhelm. I see the fear. But when you start to shift your mindset and you shift to, I'm going to live for my child, you don't have to tackle every bit of that in one day. And I try to coach people through this. You don't have to tackle all of it day one, full force, 100%. But maybe you just want to start with one of them. Maybe you just want to tackle, let's detox. Detoxing is pretty easy once you have the testing and you know what you're detoxing for. I can live for my child every bit, every single day by giving them the detox medicines that they need twice a day. And then what generally happens is when they start this new venture, these parents become so excited, they feel that they actually have some control over their life. And you all know, and I know personally, when you're living in the life of autism, it is chaotic. It is crazy out there. Day in, day out, life is like a zoo. There's not a whole lot of control going on in your home and in your life. And when you start making these steps, it gives you a sense of control. You're doing something you know is going to be impactful. And from that control, you're able to continue making even more steps. You don't have to tackle it all in one day. You don't have to tackle it all in one month or even in the first three months. But once you start having that control and you start to see the changes, then you can start changing even more. Then your brain is going to realize it's not that scary. These changes are producing good things. It's great. We can continue. And I want to push you or challenge you to come out of your comfort zone. Let's push the boundaries a bit. So we really have to get a hold of our minds and begin to change that. And I can tell you, once your mind is right and you shift that mindset, everything is going to change. I have seen this time and again, and you probably have to. You, we all know someone who set a goal for weight loss. They go to the gym, 
very consistently. They go for two or three months, but nothing really changes. You know, they, they essentially look the same. They feel the same. But then one day, something just clicks. Something shifts in their mind, and then it's a game changer. And we've all seen this. They're going to the gym the same amount of time, but they're going with purpose. Their workouts are more impactful. And then since their mind has changed, then they're eating more consciously. And everything that they do in their life has purpose. And then they start having this massive weight loss. And they have this massive change in their attitude and in their personality. And it's a beautiful thing. And it all starts from their mind, from the thought. So once your mind is in check, your emotions will line up accordingly. And then it will be so much easier for you to take those actions that will produce results. I hope this episode was as impactful to you as it has been to me. This is a battle, one of the many battles that we face in the war on autism, but it is definitely a battle worth fighting. We all would die for our children, but how many of us are willing to live for our children? Until next time, continue to fight. Bye-bye. If you'd like to connect, Further, be sure to check out my website at www.waronautism.org.